Hey, Relief Valve listeners. No guest interview on this show. I wanted to take a moment to reflect. You see, August marks a year since I published the first episode and started down this adventure. I beg your indulgence for a moment while I share some of my backstory for your perspective. It's been a really long year with a ton of events and changes in my life. Back in August of 2020, I, like everyone else, was trapped in my house while a pandemic was raging around the world. We didn't have any vaccines yet. They were still six months away for me and my family. We were in a quiet before the very scary storm that came at the end of the year for infections. And I was 10 months into a job search that started before the holidays in 2019. I had lost my dad a year ago, not specifically due to COVID, but I was isolated from him. He was in a lockdown assisted living facility for a long time. And that call was kind of brutal and dealing with the situation was incredibly difficult. When you lose a parent who's having difficulty communicating and you can't see him in person, closure was hard to find. COVID impacted all of us in some very profound ways. Back in December of 2019, I connected with a theatrical manager and tried to kickstart an acting career again. That was my choice of careers. I started out back in junior high school when I auditioned for a special magnet school in Brooklyn, New York. I got in and had a blast learning about the craft while doing school productions. I even received the drama medal at graduation. I moved on to the New York High School for the Performing Arts. That is a whole story by itself. I wound up making the daily trip into Manhattan at 13. The school, at the time still based on 46th Street, down the block from Times Square in the Theater District. In the middle of my second year, I decided to audition for a workshop, which eventually landed me my first theatrical manager and my first auditions. At 15, sheesh, that's like 40 years ago for goodness sake, I landed a role in a major movie. Taps was made by 20th Century Fox, and we shot for three months at the Valley Forge Military Academy in Pennsylvania. I got my SAG card, which I've maintained to this very day, and had the chance to work with some of the coolest experienced, as well as up-and-coming actors in the business. From there, there were some TV commercials, smaller movies, work in theater, and eventually the big move to LA, where I did some TV as well. When I did Taps, I made enough that I paid my way through private school at the Professional Children's School, which allowed me to get my education while still working as much as possible as an actor, and to buy myself a computer. Now, mind you, this is 1981, and the world was a different place. Apple had just released the Apple II, and the IBM PC was still a year or two away. But I had this idea of being able to write computer games in my spare time. And while I never became a game developer, I did learn how to write computer programs, and that led to a really great way of making a living while still pursuing acting. It was a bit more lucrative than waiting tables, and it provided a profound effect on my future because it provided me a way to have a second real career. That became my primary career in my mid-20s when I decided to settle down, get married, and live a more conventional life. Hindsight being 2020, I realized that having that relief valve in my life made it easy to walk away from my first dream. You know, my mom had always told me not to put all my eggs in one basket, which is great advice. But an important lesson I realized a lot later is that if you want to make your dreams come true, sometimes you have to limit the distractions. No regrets, just some thoughts. As a computer guy, I've had a great career spending time working on Wall Street and in the aerospace industry, and eventually landing the best of all my worlds as part of the Disney Animation Studio, first as a systems engineer and eventually managing the infrastructure team that built their first digital animation studio. I had a great 10 years at Disney. 
I've worked on all the animated films from Mulan through Chicken Little. I learned about how the movie business worked from some great mentors and had opportunity to work on world-class animation and visual effects. And through my ambitions, I moved on to help build and operate the broadcast studio at CBS for two local TV stations in Los Angeles, KCBS and KCAL, before eventually landing at DreamWorks Animation. Ambition is an interesting thing. It's an absolute requirement to grow and find new success, but it's also rife with risk. I left movie production to join the e-commerce space with a company that produced fitness products. My responsibilities grew and my experience broadened, but it turned out not to be the best fit. And after too short a period of time, I moved back to media and entertainment, working in the tech operations group for a big post-production company, and eventually to NBC Universal and Fandango, the company that sells movie tickets. I really treasured my time there. I learned a lot about different technologies, uh, e-commerce, website operations. We also owned uh, the RottenTomatoes.com website, cybersecurity, privacy, and how to implement it, and, and got to stay connected to the big studio culture at the same time. One of the things I will always be thankful for was being able to work at 30 Rock in New York City. You know, having grown up in New York, that place was like a temple for me. And having access to those Art Deco buildings in Rockefeller Center was really special. But big corporations make decisions that suit the bottom line. And after a couple of years, Fandango eliminated my position and I found myself working on the next opportunity. That was when the theatrical manager came along. You know, the kids are grown and having an acting career again was a real possibility. I had my first audition for a good role in nearly 30 years. The world was completely opening up with new ideas and new things to do. Then COVID came along. Now I'm in my 50s and out looking for my next gig in the entertainment business when the entertainment business was all but shut down. So I was sitting at home, sending resumes to any opportunity that was a fit for my experience and skills, and discovered that, pandemic aside, business had changed. I'm an infrastructure and operations guy in a world where infrastructure has moved to that thing they call the cloud, reducing the number of people who build data centers and the tech that goes into them. Managers are now required to have more hands-on technical skills that I had not had the opportunity to keep up with. And something I didn't expect was that employers didn't see my skills as transferable between industries. Seems that a medical company looking for tech people didn't want to talk to anyone that was not already in the medical industry, no matter how relevant your experience was. I mean, I understand, but I had always thought that my knowledge and experience would transcend. So while I'm sitting at home in the midst of the COVID lockdown, prospects for the future kind of confusing, I found myself going stir crazy. I needed something to give me a, a purpose that would provide both a creative outlet and at the same time expose me to parts of the world that I had no exposure to. And that was where the Relief Valve podcast came from. I taught myself how to record, edit, and distribute a podcast and started to line up people who I thought had interesting stories to tell. To be honest, I never knew how long it would last. Recommendations of friends for guests helped keep things going. And I've made it to 31 interviews with a very diverse group of people who've taught me a lot about the world through their perspective. I got to better understand how things like the pandemic relief bills actually supported businesses, for example. I also learned a really important lesson that one size solutions don't fit all. See, here in California, we took a sometimes confusing approach to how we should control the spread of COVID. But in a state with 40 million people, most concentrated in big cities, 
the small towns didn't necessarily have the same problems we did in a place like Los Angeles. And that was just as much the case in other states or even in other countries. Although we could all try to play nicer with each other. Now, here we are, it's a year later, and things are definitely better. I'm working in, ironically enough, the game industry. <laughs> I, I feel my perspective has broadened a bit, but we're still very much on the razor's edge and having to make adjustments as we go. Maybe this is the new normal? Probably too soon to tell. If you're listening to this, I hope you've had the chance to catch some of those perspectives. I know we don't reach a lot of folks. I wish I knew the secret to finding a bigger audience, but I treasure each and every one of you who take the time out of your busy lives to keep listening. I hope it's been good for you as well. So what's next? One of the things that made Relief Valve valuable is hearing how others around the world are in the same boat. This is probably the biggest shared experience of all of our lives. And every day, we all demonstrate how our ingenuity and persistence turn this basket of lemons into lemonade. And while COVID is going to be with us for a while, I'm hoping to pivot this podcast a little bit into focusing more on what my guests do, how they do it, and how their ambitions are guiding them into the future. I know I have a lot more to learn, and I'm looking forward to talking about how the new normal takes shape and what is really important to everybody. If you have a story to share about your world and how it's taking shape, reach out. If you're willing to talk about it, I'd love the chance to talk to you. I'm convinced that when we share our experience with each other, it gives us a chance to grow and encourages us into a brighter shared future. Thanks for listening. I think of all of you as friends, and I hope all of this has brought you some joy. Here's to another year of sharing stories with you.